live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it! He caught it! Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. you got to be kidding me. What a moment! It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, layup blocked by Shagwan. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwan. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. We got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez. Pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there, and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show in Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Oh, you got to turn it on? Teddy loves to turn that off at the end of the day. I don't know why. Probably just to mess with me. Don't fade this out. I get to, I, when I'm in studio. I get to sing along. You don't. You don't have to worry about disturbing me. Feels so good. No, I just. It's not in sync when I'm at home. You know. Yeah. Here we go. But I've been to Oklahoma. Ah, oh, good morning, everybody. It is a new day, Tuesday, Feb 1. It's a new day in a new month, February, February. Do you pronounce the R, Teach? February, February. So you do not pronounce the R? No, February. You intentionally skip the R? February. Just February sounds weird to me. It's root. February. 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 Who do you think put that R in there? I don't know, and I don't know why. There's the same thing on Wednesday. Wednesday. I was about to say that. Wednesday. Why did we do that in the English language? Insert letters where they don't go. Why don't we take them out? We got schools. We got educators. We got people who know the English language. Long time ago, why didn't somebody take the R out of February? The first one. And the N out of Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, nah, we kind of need that one, don't we? Wednesday, Wednesday, yeah, we need the N in there. But the R in February, <laughs> ridiculous! Am I right, Teach? You're right. Why is nobody else Preach. angry about this? Oh. This was probably grammar police back in the day. <laughs> we will spend... You don't know that there's an R there, do you? We will spend all three hours of the show talking about the first R in February and not... The OU basketball game That's last night. That's a good night. idea. That's yes, good it is idea. a good idea. Oh, boy, that was not good, Deej. Not good at all. Sooners fall last night, 72-63 to the Frogs, who really owned the game wire to wire, dominated the boards. A 22-rebound advantage last night for TCU. We'll talk about it. We'll hear from Porter Moser. A... Uh, I've heard, I've talked to Porter when he's been angry after games. Last night, 
was, uh, I wouldn't call it anger. I would call it despair in his voice. He was forlorn. Boy, that is a... At a loss. Man. Who else can bring forlorn out at 6.07 in the morning, Teach? I don't know that I've ever even heard that word. What a word. Will you look it up and see if I used it correctly? I didn't even know how to spell that. I'll look it up. I got a laptop here. Forlorn. Man, I am proud of that one. Let me see here. Make sure I used it correctly. For, I don't think I said. I think there's an unnecessary G in forlorn, if I remember correctly. Let me see. Forlorn. You don't use that every day? Can't say that I have. No, can't say that I've ever used it. Uh, he, uh, forlorn means sad, abandoned, or lonely. Yeah. Boy, you are so smart. Golly. No wonder you're an uh, uh, author of a book. That's right. That's right. I might use forlorn in my next children's book. Uh, so we'll talk a little hoops today. Signing day is tomorrow, and uh, it coincides with a, a winter weather event uh, coming up tomorrow. So that has uh, caused my day and previous night to be thrown asunder. Yeah, look at you today. You stop. I don't like it when you're in the studio. Listen, you're too smart. Folks, when you listen to the show, please bring a pad and paper or pad and pen with you so that you can write down these wisdom nuggets I'm dropping here. Uh, yeah, my next 48 hours have completely changed in the last 12 hours, and because of it, I am in studio today with the weary, droopy eyes. TJ, good morning. How are you today? Good morning. I'm sorry for your schedule change. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Now, go ahead. When you text me some of the stuff and information yesterday, like the timeline on the storm isn't till tomorrow evening. So why did that throw you off for tomorrow? Are they or is, or there is their weather information better than what we're getting and it's coming in earlier than we think? That was my question for you. I don't know. So let me tell you what I've heard on the weather. We should get Jet on today. Um, I've heard that we are going to start to get some. Uh, the temperatures are going to drop overnight into the freezing zone. The freezing zone. We're going to get some precip, which is short for precipitation, between in the morning rush hour, in the oh, morning okay. drive. Okay, that's earlier than I was thinking. That makes but sense then. Not not for a long period of time. So it might might be a little slip. Slippery might not be. But the snow is going to start around noon to mid-afternoon and then continue for like 24 hours. So, uh, you know how this goes. Sometimes nothing happens. Right. And we all sit here and make fun of the weathermen. And sometimes, like last year, we were all stuck in our houses for a week. So I don't know what like, like Boston is right now with the 30 inches that got dropped on them Sunday. I don't know what's going to happen. I'll just tell you, and I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about this or not, but it's 6.11 in the morning, and I'm going to say whatever I want right now. <laughs> You've got the microphone. I got the mic. Bully pulpit. Uh, they canceled everything tomorrow. The uh, There were supposed to be a couple of signing day events tomorrow. Well, there was a show in the morning, which is still going to happen, by the way. There was a show in the morning. 
And then there was a signing day event in the evening in Oklahoma City. And I was involved in both of those. The, the evening event, not going to happen, period. But the show is still going to air tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock. The we were show gonna, must go on. We were going to tape it tomorrow morning on signing day and then air it tomorrow afternoon. Well, now we're going to tape it today and air it tomorrow afternoon. So um, no big deal, except I was planning on using today to get ready for tomorrow because I've been doing a lot of basketball and a lot of traveling, and we had a big Monday yesterday. I was like, all right, sure, absolutely. I've got Tuesday to bone to up. Breathe. We had to breathe and to bone up on these recruits because I'm <laughs> – my head is not in football. Right. So I can, you know, read up on all these guys and come up with good questions. I'm I'm doing the uh coaches portion of this, which is great because I haven't had the opportunity to meet some of the new coaches. So I'm looking forward to that. Caleb Kelly is gonna have a portion of the show too where he talks to uh players. Uh but I'm doing the coaches part of it and uh and then that changed. So now we're doing it today. I'm going to leave at 8.30 this morning to run over there. We'll be taping interviews for about three hours or so. And you can see the show tomorrow afternoon at 3. Um, so that just meant that meant the uh, – I mean, get up in the middle of the night and start to do some prep. So I've Parker, if you can run Toby over some 3 by 5 cards with yeah. some uh, information of all the things he needs to know for tomorrow by 8.30, he would appreciate it. That's right. I do uh, – I do, because of this, am in possession of some proprietary information, which I cannot share. I just want everyone to know that. <laughs> he knows something, but he can't say anything. <laughs> well, I mean. So unusual for him. <laughs> <laughs> I just like it. I always like it on signing day when you do these shows because they send you over like, you know, 24, 48 hours early. Here's what we are expecting to happen. And I'm like, ooh. And then I listen to <laughs> I listen to everybody else for the next forty eight hours argue over what they think is going to happen. You're so dumb because <laughs> I don't follow it that much. Well, not much, a little bit, not much. Anyway, so that's what's going on today. I am uh, sporting some drip today because I don't know I don't know uh, what the camera shot's going to be like. So I wore the uh, new Jordans, and so I'm hoping that we got the feet in the shot today, so I can so the kids at home can see my drip can't you request that like hey i need to get the shoes at least once yeah i can request that yeah yeah theron i think theron's shooting it so he's pretty cooperative in that regard so yeah maybe we'll we'll get the shoes in the shot at least once so i can show off the drip how are you today i think i already asked you that yeah no i'm good uh what a day yesterday how How about that weather we broke out the baseball gloves played some catch out in the yard then some wiffle ball boy busy Busy Father's Son Day for you. That lasted about 30 minutes, and he said, can I go watch some iPad? Mm. Yeah, he, he didn't have a whole Did lot of time Did you say, come on, ki- come on, son, let's go outside and I have said, a catch? Hey, hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? <laughs> it was beautiful. It was gorgeous yesterday. I, uh, I, I looked at the weekly day-by-day forecast and said, you know what? I better get out today and do some walking because it may be another week or so before the weather's warm enough to get outside the house so no it was a great day yesterday right up until right up 8, 8 p.m. o'clock <laughs> yeah, 801 <laughs> did you feel the earthquake i did not like we were all in here in our meeting and stuff like that and perry's like just had an earthquake anybody feel it 
I'm like, well, we're all sitting right here. Did you feel it? <laughs> that sounds just like Perry. It's so matter of fact. He's, he's, just had an earthquake. He's like reporting. Feel it? I'm getting all these texts. We just got earthquakes. So, but no, I, I did not feel it. I didn't even know that it happened. Perry and I are fighting a little bit right now. Do you know about this? Oh, I don't know about this. I don't. It's think. not really a fight, but Perry has a Making bad demands. No, no. Well, no, no. He's got a bad habit of he'll so he'll ask me. You got any remote dates for this month? Like, uh, what are some possibilities that oh, we can yes. go to Brown O'Haver? Sure. And I'll give him like three remote. Here's three dates that work. And then I never hear back from him. And then that's like the day before the remote, and he'll say uh, somebody. Or I'll actually I'll see Drake's schedule come out, and it'll say uh, Toby Remote Tuesday at Brown O'Haver, and I'll go Perry. You gotta let me know after you work out the remote. You gotta then reply to me. With the remote date. Did he add one for you? No, this goes back to January. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, no, but he does do that. He does it to me and Drake all the time. He forgets to tell me what he, what he agrees upon. I hope he's listening right now because you know what he does with me and Drake? He'll run in here and he'll sneak and write it on the calendar and he'll be like, hey, you guys didn't have this on the schedule or why isn't uh, this up here? And we're like, that wasn't on there. And he goes, it's been up there for about three weeks. And I'm like... That was not on there this morning when I was sitting in the studio. Sneaky. <laughs> He's in there sneaking and writing it on the calendar, acting like it's been up there for weeks. So I just like, dude, you got to tell me. You got to tell me when you work. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. So we're not really fighting. It's just, <laughs> I gave him a hard he time. He felt the earthquake, though. I was next to him in the chair next to him. I didn't feel I'm it. I'm mad. So. I didn't feel it. All these people in Norman were acting like, I think there is a certain thing that happens with these earthquakes on social media. That I have to act like I felt it. Oh, you think to people be in don't the club. really feel it? No, there were people in Norman. They're like, anybody feel that? Anybody feel that? Oh, I don't know what just happened. I'm like, <laughs> you did not feel anything in Norman. Okay, stop it. <laughs> I don't know. It does seem like a lot of people felt it. <laughs> they did not. They just want to. They want to uh, work their way into the club of social have media. Have you ever felt, felt the earthquake? It. Yes. Okay. Once or twice. Well, how do we know you're not lying? <laughs> the last time I did. I'm going to say this. It's going to sound bad. I was laying in bed. Katie and I had just woke up. and <laughs> Nothing like that because I think Bronx uh-huh. was like three days old at this point. And the whole house shook. The bed shook. Everything shook. And we're like, yeah, it did. what was that? <laughs> yeah, let's see. I knew you were going to take it there. <laughs> uh, that was one that I can remember only because he was so young. And then there was one other that. You wake him up? The dadgum earthquake woke up our sleeping <laughs> no, child. He was actually already up, so it was all right. So. Oh, man. But. Well, uh, I it, it, it was a grim scene last night in the Lloyd Noble Center, but I do have a couple of things to tell you about. A couple of first evers that took place last night in the LNC mm. that I think you'll get a kick out of. Things that have never happened to me before. I don't know, you basketball game. We'll talk about that. We'll reluctantly take your phone calls and text messages today. Hey, Mr. Uh, Grumpy Tanner Groves Pants, just skip it, all right? 405-329-9000. You can text the show, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. By the way, our phone line brought to you by the law offices of Rod Polston, Oklahoma Tax Resolution Line. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Good morning, T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. 
Norman Regional Health System uh, Healthplex. Wow. Number of specialized word. professionals across the state of the Norman area. They're here to serve South Central Oklahoma's health care needs. I've just got a billing issue. I've got to get with them on later today, so I'm not happy with them. Come on, Norman Regional Health System. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's always, uh, you know, you get one of those bills and you're like, wait a minute, what is this? Listen, be thankful you got one child because... Oh, I am. I could... I shouldn't even say this out loud. Somebody will probably try. <laughs> I could totally be scammed by local hospitals and doctor's offices because I get medical bills in the mail every month that I'm like, I have no idea what this is for. I don't know which... You've had one that just had surgery. You had another yes. one that had a lot of complications a yes. while back, so I can understand that. Somebody in my family, I am always paying for something. It's uh, <laughs> my surgery or my son's oh, surgery your back. Yeah, that's or right. somebody's been to the doctor or somebody had to go to the emergency room or something, and I'll get a bill, a bill in the mail from you know three letters, uh, whatever, RSV Medical, and I'll be like, no idea what this is. It says it's for Peyton Roland, and we owe him $28. Or, you know, that's a good, that's a lucky. And I just don't have the energy to follow it up. You know, I don't have the energy to call him and go, what What exactly is this for? <laughs> you just send the check. I do. I could keep, if I only had one child, I could keep track of it. But with three and a, me, and me, I'm a problem. I'm like, oh boy. Anyway, go ahead. I'm Drake, sorry. I've got an idea to uh, go by with you, uh, to to run past you later today. I'm gonna need your help with the billing department. <laughs> <laughs> Air Comfort Solutions text line. Good morning, gentlemen. Welp. Oh, you can kiss the dance goodbye. <laughs> Unless they win the Big Twelve Championship, which we know is not going to happen. Looking forward to what Porter can do with this program, though. Good day and boomer sooner. Who's that from? They didn't sign it. What cheery person is that from? They didn't sign it. Who wakes up and says that? Like, who wakes up and says, I'm going to text a radio station, gloom and doom. (laughs) These are the texts I woke up to this morning. Three of them from a listener. This team is laughable. No, it's not Kurt. This team is laughable. Porter has no feel for his rotation, in my opinion. I know he doesn't have much to work with, though. I guess it's all Mule Shoes' fault. <laughs> Those are the three texts I woke up to this morning. Yeah. Uh, that good was mor- a rough one. Good morning, y'all. Have an outstanding day and boomer. Jeremy from Harlem. Man, that Jeremy brings it every day, doesn't he? He does. Rain, Cheerful. sleet, snow, shine, wind, wind loss. loss. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Toby is telling people to tune in to learn. Now if he tells us how to break in a glove, brag about who he knows, and use slurs on the air. Well, I shouldn't have read that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an anchor man there. Yeah, I, I, get, I see where you're going with that. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday, and my wife has something in common. Uh, I'm not reading that yet. What is wrong with you people today? I caught myself on that be one. Be appropriate, people, please. Be oh, appropriate. jeez. Holy cow, almost got me fired. Uh, let me forloin. Is that a word? Forlorn. Forlorn? 
I don't think he spelled it correctly. Uh, you guys, but today is the official end of Detox January. Going to get crazy tonight. <laughs> oh, you architect. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what he was detoxing from. Uh, they do this no drink January thing. A lot of people do where they don't drink any alcohol in oh, January, really? so they kind of detox and. So you get smashed on New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ride it out January. Then you get thirty-one days to get sober. Yep, and then mm-hmm. you get smashed again on the first of February. Uh, I wonder if uh, I wonder if our man Chad McKee's done with his cleanse yet. <laughs> I hope so. That was weeks ago. Yeah, well, it was in January. If, he, if he's shooting TV with you today, he may pass out on set if he's still <laughs> cleansing. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, hopefully before next basketball season, OU will cu- get a couple of bigs that can go get it. Porter uh, Moser's antics on the sidelines are not cute when the team is struggling. Not I love right. Porter. I, I, I got to say that you're wrong there, Texter. I... I may have watched Porter more last night than the actual play on the court. He needs a camera on him all the time. He, he does. Needs a Porter cam. He does. I, I at some point when our relationship is there and uh, and they're in a winning streak, I'm going to ask him to wear a pedometer during a game <laughs> and see how many miles he paces during a game. I love. I don't know why it stands out to me either. The way he grabs the water of bo- the bottle of water on the table mm-hmm. and will chug it back, and then he'll <laughs> slam it back down. <laughs> it's just the manner in which he does it. I'm like, oh, he's going for his water. I'm bottle. mad. I need a drink. <laughs> All right, so we had two things happen that have never happened to me, <laughs> okay. to me before. I'm going to start with the less funny one, in my opinion. Around halftime last night, uh. I start to feel like I need to go to the bathroom. And you can't do that in the Lloyd Noble Center. At uh, at a football game, you know, I can, during halftime, I got time to run down uh, to the restroom. During a baseball game, TJ, I, you've probably seen me I've before. I've seen you run to the bathroom, I can yeah. race out of the booth to the restroom <laughs> during a commercial break and get back. Right. I might miss the first pitch of the next inning, but I can play it off. Basketball, you got to go from court side up the tunnel, about halfway up the tunnel, then up some steps into a restroom and back. So about halftime, I'm like, oh, boy. Because there have been several occasions in the last 11 years, and I always go right before uh, we go on the air, but there have been several occasions in the last couple where I'm in the postgame show and I am dying, man. I'm like, oh, my. I gotta get the and then it's like you know that crippling walk to the restroom where you're just in agony. So it's like halftime, and I'm like, it's gonna be a rough one tonight. We get about halfway through the second half, maybe the second media timeout, and I'm like, golly, I got 12 minutes to go in this game and the post game show, <laughs> and I'm already hurting. <laughs> so I decide in the run of play between the 12 minute timeout and the eight minute timeout. The next time out, I'm going for it. I've never done it before. So we go to the under eight timeout. It was like 7.43 left in the game or something like that. And I quickly toss the break, rip off my headphones, and race. And I could see Kevin and Drake looking at me like, what's going on? Like, am I sick or something like that? <laughs> I couldn't tell him like in the middle of action, right. I'm going to the bathroom hey, next. I got to go to the bathroom. And I didn't want to take time. I should have, but I didn't want to take time to – 
before I took off my headset, say, I'm going to go to the bathroom real fast. That's like two seconds I couldn't afford to spend. Sure, I got So you. I just went, whoop, whoop. And I, I walked. I didn't want to run in front of the crowd. <laughs> I walked briskly to the entrance of the tunnel. And then once I'm out of view of everyone, I run. I run up the tunnel. I run up the stairs. I go to the bathroom. And I'm using the bathroom. And while I'm using the bathroom, I'm breathing heavily because I've just <laughs> ran. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back on the air and I'm going to be hyperventilating. So I do my business. I leave and I go, even if I'm late to get back on the air, I've got to you know, calm my heart rate down. So I'm like, I just walk back down the tunnel and I walk out and they're still in the timeout. So I go around and I sit down and right as they're getting ready to start action again, I sit down. No one listening at home would have had any idea. But I pulled off the never before done by me that? Lloyd Noble Center race to the restroom during a timeout. Now could Kevin and Drake not handle it out of a break if they needed to? They did take it out of the break. Oh, okay, okay. Cuz uh, I mean there's an Aloha Beaches or something to be read. Yeah, but I my goal is to get back before action I, I, starts I, I back up. I understand that. But Kevin could have handled the play by play, but I didn't want him to have to do that. You guys need a basketball bathroom hand signal so that when you are in game yeah, action, you're right. you just do a you know, clap your hands and they go, "Toby's got to go next break." They just and then they're aware when you take off like that. What's the signal that you just <laughs> shared with me? <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> So two normal claps and then a back of the back hand clap. I don't know what that was. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We do need a signal, but it's never happened before. Because you know their thought is, man, is he sick? Is he coming back? Yeah. Is, he, is this going to be a long extended right. uh, thing? Yeah. Well, Kevin is not on with us for two segments at halftime, so he can go. And Drake frequently will just leave us to go to the bathroom <laughs> in all sports. <laughs> And come back, but it's that's like a that's like a uh, not a skill, but you know you just kind of like all right I got to hold it for the next three hours. There's no going to the bathroom in the Lloyd Noble Center. First time in eleven years last night I felt like I can't do this. <laughs> you guys know it, Drake when he tucks the newspaper under his arm and goes strolling away. <laughs> oh <No>, God. <laughs> There's one other thing that happened, and I took too long telling that story, so I'll tell it next segment. 6.33 in the morning. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show, brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Sooners postseason hopes might be living on a prayer now. You know, the funny thing is, like, I think they're probably still in. Like, if a new bracketology came out right now, they weren't even on the bubble or anything. So now I think they would certainly be among those last four buys, last four in, first four out. I think they'd be in that area after last night's loss. But... It feels like last night's loss was very costly. And they're going to really have to sprint to the finish line now. And so coming up at the 7 o'clock hour, I do want to spend some time talking about what they would have to do to get in the rest of the way.
feels costly because you just got whipped. You got whipped. Re- really, that's the second time you've lost a game and you've said they got their butts kicked tonight. Yeah. The Texas right. game in Austin and that one last night was just 42 to 20 the on the boards. boards. The boards just killed them, man. The offensive rebounds and just second chances for TCU and just, yeah, that's, I think that's why it has that feeling. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just a, a tight game loss. that they just lost at the end. They just were, they just weren't with it last night. So, uh, if you remember a week and a half ago or so, oh, you played Baylor at home, and it was the game where uh, Tanner Groves took the flying knee kick to the head by Matt Meyer, and uh, I told you that I got a glance. I got I, I for a second I thought I was going to get tossed. Yes, by Doug Sermons, referee Doug Sermons. He came over to look at it. He said, "No flagrant foul." I said, terrible call, and he looked at me and then kept walking. And I just for a second thought, well, here we go. Radio announcer about to get ejected here. But it didn't happen. Well, last night, Doug Sermons is officiating our game. By the way, probably unrelated, but OU's record with Doug Sermons as a referee is now 0-509. and <laughs> I think that's accurate. <laughs> We had a, somebody out there listening will remember this. We had a referee back in the Billy Tubbs era that literally uh, uh, OU lost like 24 straight games when he was officiating. I remember uh, how mad uh, Brooksy would get every time this guy was officiating. He would complain on the air about him like constantly. It was hilarious. Somebody out there will remember the name of that official. Anyway, Doug Sermons is officiating last night. And... So I see the crew. When we get there, they don't tell you who's refing until the day of the game. And so we get there, and there's a sheet of paper of who the refs are tonight. And uh, I show it to Kevin, and we're both like, "Oh, brother, it's Doug." And um, Doug. <laughs> so before the game, we're doing the pregame show, and the refs are out there. The teams are warming up, and uh, Kevin nudges me and says, "We go to a commercial break." Kevin nudges me and says. Doug Sermon zippers down. Oh, no, no. Who's going to tell him? Now, he's wearing a jacket that comes down to right around the zipper area because it's still a pregame warm-ups. So I look at him, and I can't really tell. And I was like, it is? Are you sure? And he goes, yeah, he just like did the whistle test where he raised his arms, and you could totally see, plain as day, his fly is open. And he goes... I'm not going to tell him. And I go, I'll tell him. I'll gladly tell him. So he he's over there talking to uh, the scorebook guy. When he gets done, we're still in a commercial break. I yell, Doug! <laughs> <laughs> and he looks up and looks down at me. And I could tell he was instantaneously annoyed. Like, I know he remembers. Our brief confrontation. And he's like, oh, this guy's, you know, I, he's through his head's going, this guy's going to want to argue about the flagrant call or what. Right, he's going to want my explanation, whatever. Dumb radio guy. I'm going to have to go down here and explain to this guy or not. Should I just ignore him and wave him out? Whatever. So I go, Doug. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> and he looks up and I give him the old, come here, wave. I was like, come here. And he walks down. It takes his time. He kind of walks down. 
And I'm so excited to tell him this. Because <laughs> I know he thinks I'm about to complain about something, you know? And he's like, oh, he's kind of sauntered down. And I go, I think your fly is down. And he goes, what? And he kind of looks around to see if everybody's looking. And he reaches down real quick and he zips it up. <laughs> Now he's going to throw you out for telling this story. And his eyes get real big, and he goes, thank God you told me that. And I was like, yeah, no problem, Doug. Happy We're to help. buddies now. <laughs> Happy to help. And he goes, can you imagine if I would have ref the whole game with my zipper down? You just saved my life. I would have totally got fined for that. And I said, glad to help you, Doug. And walks off. And I looked at I look at Kevin and Drake and they're both just dying laughing. I said, We just won this game. Oh, you just won this game. Doug Sermons is so ecstatic that the OU radio crew has notified him that his fly is down. We're definitely getting calls tonight. And you know what? I think TCU got called for a ton more fouls than OU did for the majority of the night. Didn't help us win the game didn't at help. all. Didn't help. Yeah, it didn't help. But uh, we tried our best. So uh, Wait a minute. He can get fined for having his zipper down? I think there's uni- like uniform. Still, that's. Fines. you got to pay attention more than that. You can't take the court with your zipper down. No, you can't. That's but totally I'm just a fine. If you get to that point and you've lived that embarrassment and it's out there. That they recognize. That's it. enough of a punishment. That's enough of a punishment. Don't throw a fine on me. Uh, I'm not rolling around with my zipper down on purpose just to break fine. the uniform rules. I don't know. I don't know what the referee code is, but uh, you know, you embarrass the referees like that. Like if Scott Van Pelt freezes and circles and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, you know, you that's know. true. That's true. So uh, I don't know. He said it would have been a fine if he had got caught. So, <laughs> Doug. Hey, Doug! Uh, yeah, we have a confrontational con- confrontational relationship. Not so, like, I've never argued with him over anything. But he just, I don't know. I think he shows up ready to fight everybody when he, he gets to an he arena. He does have that attitude, so I think mm-hmm. there's a, a bit of that with him. Now, the amazing thing is, is what Kevin Henry let you know, is when he realizes his zipper's down, he just thinks... Zip up, up and zips it zips it up, up on his brain. own. Yeah, yeah. It just zips up on his own. He doesn't even have <laughs> <laughs> to reach down. You remember Ben Cole to Jelly? Yes. He's been just wearing Kevin out with like, uh, you know, hey, Kev, did you just think about winning that game and then we won that game? <laughs> hey, Kevin, did you fly home with the team or did you just mentally transport yourself back to Norman? That's pretty funny. All right, 6.47 in the morning. We'll take a quick timeout. Uh, 405-329-9000 is the call-in number. Text line 405-651-3439. Back after this. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Norman Regional Health System brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ with you on The Ref. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Which official does Toby say gets hungry at halftime and his calls get worse? Please ask him. It's Doug Sermons. 
I don't think his calls necessarily get worse. We were we were talking about this on the broadcast last night. That's why it was brought up. Doug uh, shows up at the arena, laughing, smiling, you know, talking. As the game goes along, he gradually gets in a worse and worse mood. And by like the five ten minute mark of the second half, he's got this scowl on his face, and he's just irritated about everything. <laughs> I don't, don't challenge my calls. Don't you look at me. He's always putting the whistle back in his mouth. So we speculated last night, maybe he needs a snack at halftime. Snickers? He maybe gets angry. blood sugar level gets low because he's lost some weight. He looks like he's in better shape this year. So I'm wondering if maybe, yeah, Snickers or even a some sort of a granola bar if he needs to keep it healthy. Just something at halftime to keep fuel in the tank so he doesn't get so grumpy. You know when your kids, maybe even yourself or your wife or somebody, when they get a little grouchy and you're like, you need to eat something? Yeah, I yeah. live with that. So I'm yeah. wondering if that's yeah. going on with Doug. Uh, you know, now that we're buds, maybe I'll ask him next I time. I was going to say, next time you just keep a little mini Snickers there in front of you. Doug! You don't you don't seem like yourself. You just slide the Snickers over to him. There was a funny moment last night when uh, James Lucky missed a call. The ball went out of bounds. This was second half. Seven minutes to go or so. OU's trying to make a run. And the ball goes out of bounds, and it was last touched by their big guy, Devontae Lampkin's brother. And, but James Lucky called it TCU ball. He thought Tanner Groves or Ethan Shagwa knocked it away from him. I think it was Shagwa that was behind him. And he didn't touch it. He just he didn't come close. Lucky must have had a bad angle. Anyway, he gave the ball to TCU. Well, they kept showing it on the big screen in the LNC, and it was obvious that he didn't touch it. So I was watching uh, I was watching Doug Sermons. Doug Sermons is standing over under the basket looking up at the big screen. It's during a timeout. He's watching this replay on the big screen while James Lucky is being yelled at by Porter Moser. You missed that call. You missed the call. It's our ball, blah, blah, blah. So Lucky has not been looking at the big screen. So anyway, Porter breaks away. The conversation breaks up, and James Lucky goes over to stand by Doug Sermons, the other referee, under the basket during a timeout. Doug, mind you, has been watching the big screen replay this whole time. And Lucky gets over there and stands next to him, and I'm watching this interaction because I was like, this is funny because it's obvious he missed this call. Doug Sermons is watching this knowing he missed the call. Does he say anything to James Lucky or not when he gets back over here? So Lucky gets there. They stand there for a second, just kind of staring straight ahead. And Sermons kind of leans his head to the side and goes, you missed that one. And he straightens back up. (laughs) And Lucky looks at him and goes, I did? And he goes, yeah, you missed that one. But, you know, I I think that happens throughout the course. You can't get them all right. Tipped ball, flying knee in the head. Sometimes you miss calls. Well, that's unacceptable. They went and looked at that one again, but... (laughs) It was just kind of funny to see sermons let him know that, you know what, you were wrong about that one. That is funny. Uh, let's see what else we have here. I felt, I felt it. Norman was on a two uh, was in a two story building, and only the second floor felt it. Liar! Come on now, why you got Why why can't people feel earthquakes? Uh, I think they just. Feel it in their heads. I don't believe that it even uh, affected anything down here. I I saw <laughs> it. Just messing with them. I uh, took a nap yesterday at like 11.30. So the, the earthquake happened like at 11. I laid down at like 11.30. I woke up at like 12. And I looked at my phone and there was all these 
earthquake things. And they said it happened at 11. So I'm like retracing my steps. Where was I at 11 o'clock? You know, where, is there any way that I could have felt it and didn't realize it? I don't think I felt it at my house. I don't, I don't think I felt it. I have felt one at home before, but I didn't feel that one yesterday. I know I didn't. Perry did. He was sitting next to me. Uh, lately, I look forward to hearing how Toby will delicately ask Porter his post-game questions. I cringe when OU suffers another excruciating loss like last night, knowing Toby will have to ask those questions. Jim in Arlington. You know, it's a tricky spot with Porter in this. I've talked to Kevin about this. He is not a silver linings guy at all. After a loss, he does not care to discuss at least this went well. He doesn't care if things are close. No, it's not so much about being close. It's about... You didn't win, but you did this well, or like last night, Harkless, for example. Elijah didn't take a shot on the road trip, but bounced back last night and played well. EJ played well, and I did ask him about that in the postgame. But (coughs) I've learned that um, he he doesn't really want to talk about that too much, which puts me in a little bit of a tough spot because my only choices are to point out some things he did well that he doesn't want to talk about or just pile on with, well, let me ask you about some more things that you didn't do well tonight. You going to work with your guys on blocking out? Yeah. So it's, we're, we're filling each other out. We'll get, we'll get there eventually. I think, I think what's been getting better. I, I, I remember the first loss they had after the post game. I said something about, you know, he, he went on his list of things they didn't do well. And I said something about, uh, well, you did get a good effort from so-and-so tonight. And he goes, I don't want to talk about that. I, we, we didn't win the game. And I was like, oh, okay. This is different. This is different. Top of the hour break. We'll be back.